Okay, Gatsby is typing a light mail to Jessica. Yeah. I think he may be a bit bewitched, and mm-hmm. Jeff finally fell asleep. Oh, my God. This must be what winning the lottery feels like, even if he snores as obnoxiously as he talks. Speaking of the lottery, I played some numbers this week. The jackpot is up to 39.4 quadrillion credits. That's a hefty sum, but you know you have no chance of winning, right? You can't win if you don't play. That's what everyone says, right? I'm not betting my life savings on it. Just half. You spent half of your life savings on the lottery? Oh, actually, both are life savings. Anyway, if you account for each week that I played, it's probably pretty close. It's just a side hobby. Do you mind swinging by that 80s cafe hyperstop? They always display the winning numbers on their holographic display. I just need to check it out. That's going to add like 30 minutes to the trip. Come on. We always stop by your ancient museums and galleries. Those are worthwhile tourist traps. Mm. All right. I see your point. But we're not stopping for a snack. <laughs> They'll have plenty of food at the casino. All right. Okay, deal. Do you play any special number like your start date with a company or your employee ID? Oh, what about the time you found out you got the job? I think we have different levels of enthusiasm for CryoCorp. Hey, look, we're coming up on the cafe. There's the display. Looks like 13, 7, 23, pi, 42, and 88. You're kidding, right? Nope, that's what the hologram says. Those, those are the numbers I play. Lucky, ominous, irrational, wise, and transtemporal. Pi. That's seriously a playable number. Well, the lottery became a lot more lenient and imaginative after the hamster uprising of 2987, as we're all familiar with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a vicious war, but oh, so cuddly and cute. <laughs> wait, wait a yocto second. You, you just won the lottery. Where's your ticket? I, I did. I did win the lottery. We're rich. Yeah, no, no worries. It's right here in my... It, it's, it's right. It's right here in my... Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, uh, this isn't good. Don't tell me you lost the ticket. No, no, um, not exactly. Uh, remember when we were going over the notes for the casino and Gatsby asked for some paper to write something down? Well, that's not a big deal. A few notes shouldn't make the ticket invalid. I'm sure the lottery commission will still accept it. But then Jeff had that huge, disgusting sneeze and needed a tissue. You let Jeff blow his nose with your lottery ticket? No. He grabbed the weighted blanket. That reminded me of the meeting where we got the weighted blanket from Cryocorp. Then I remembered we were at a mesmerized meeting when I normally go out and buy a lottery ticket, some space rocks to snack on. They're so fizzy. You didn't even buy a ticket? Actually, no, not this week. Sometimes you make me want to open the rear door while you're cleaning the back bunks. Wait, what? Nothing. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, How about a peace offering? I found the surrender bite on the fridge as we shuffled through... We still have quite a bit of time before we make it to the casino. It's no 40 quadrillion credits, but I guess it'll pass the time. Nice. I'm going to snack on some space rocks. And that's why the sun sets 
in the east of Venus. That will bring a whole new direction to graveyard layouts. That's assuming we make it to Venus and die there. <sighs> Death. Hmm. The absolute. That's the end. Mm-hmm. There's nothing after that, really. I mean, there could be. I hope so. I don't want to find out. Maybe we're just like the universe reflecting on itself and death just reamalgamates us into the cosmos and we're recycled into infinitesimally tiny pieces. What if we are but the tip of a hair on the armpit of a monster? And that monster is floating through space because it got sealed off in an airlock. And now it's just frozen out in the black void. And all I wanted to do was be friends with the other seemingly delicious, but also friendly space children of a ship that it just happened to be running around in, growing from a little egg into the beautiful magnaflorious alien that it turned into. Uh and we're back, broadcasting from our studio on the pale blue dot that we call Earth. We've got a great short for you today. That's right, Charlie. I hope we brought your scratch-offs. Today we're talking lottery. Ding, ding, ding. You're a winner. No, I thought you were going to do something with that. <laughs> I was like, the ball's in your court. And you're like, I'm going to watch the ball hit the fence. I'm looking at the blue writing. <laughs> <laughs> the blue writing is my lines, and I just haven't said them yet, but I'm about to. Here we go. Dimitri... Datloff. I like it. Yeah, that's probably his name. Um, he's an author. Uh, he had said, they say getting sober in AA is simple, but not easy. Just like winning the lottery, I guess. The lottery can be defined as a drawing of random numbers and as a means of chance to award a winner or winners with a prize. It can also reference a simple game of chance itself. That's right. Do you know when the first lottery was? I believe it was a Chinese game from around 200 BC. Good guess. Am I'll I give right? you a hint. It's still around today. Yeah. It was Chinese from 200 BC, and it was Kino. Oh, really? Yep. K-E-N-O. It's possible that this game helped fund the building of the Great Wall of China. Mm. You know that wall's full of bodies, right? Is it really? Well, I guess all the dead soldiers, or the dead workers. So, yeah, when the workers had died from heat exhaustion, they just pushed them into the wall. Wow. And they used them as mortar. <laughs> that is very depressing and dark. <laughs> so, like, the lottery. <laughs> it's, it's very late when we're recording. We've kind of run on fumes. <laughs> You're like, it's been a long week, guys. Welcome to Mid-Flight Crisis After Hours, <laughs> where uh, we talk about the crazy things that happened in ancient history. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Mount Everest, just scattered with bodies. Well, did you hear Frozen about like, the recent news about Mount Everest? No. So apparently because of global warming that the- Oh no, they're not thawing out, are they? They're thawing oh, out. Oh no. And so people can smell the bodies. Oh God. Yeah. And they're also allegedly rolling down the mountain and sliding down the mountain as well. Rolling stone gathers no moss. Well, body does. <laughs> You know what? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a podcast we need to finish. <laughs> Let's get on back that to note, it. On that note. Rolling bodies down Everest. <laughs> I heard someone say Europe. Was that you, sir, in the back? <laughs> yes, that was Europe. me. I, I said Europe. Europe. Right, great, great. Yeah, let's go back to Europe. 
In Europe, the first known lotteries arose out of the Roman Empire, uh, famously known for their pharaohs. That was an episode. <laughs> the first examples were tickets given to every guest at a dinner party, and each guest was guaranteed a prize. So this is really a way for the wealthy to show off their money. Now, Emperor Augustus of ancient Rome eventually held an actual lottery for the public, likely to help pay to repair the city itself. And in medieval times, the first known lotteries took place in the 1400s in the area of what is today the Netherlands and even down to Italy. Now, the first French lottery, the Lottery Royale, was held in 1539. Lottery Royale. You know what they call a quarter pounder in France? A quarter pounder? No, they don't have the metric system, so they call it a royale with cheese. Well, that's like playing the lottery with your coronaries. Anyhow, it failed miserably because the tickets were too expensive, except for those who already strongly opposed the idea of a lottery, the wealthy at the ah, time. Ah, yes. The poor just simply couldn't afford to buy the tickets. Now, the Dutch have the oldest running lottery, and the English word derived from lot in Dutch, which means fate. Now, what about the modern idea of the lottery? With frequent random number drawings and the name Lotto. So it all started in Genoa, Italy. I don't know why I paused there. (laughs) (laughs) It was the comma three off. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of the richest cities in the world and birthplace to Christopher Columbus. Horrible guy. Christopher Columbus. I don't know why we have a, a day in order to honor him. We shouldn't. He founded America. After several other people and, you know, the people that live there. Uh, he also uh, ravaged the land and pretty much enslaved Native American populations. He, he was a terrible person. What? He's from uh, Italy? I thought he was Portuguese. So, no, he actually married a woman from Portugal. What about the Spanish? So they funded his trip. You know what? We should do an episode on Christopher Columbus later. In Genoa, they elected great council members every six months. Five names were drawn out of a possible 90 candidates now gambling on the drawing gained the name lotto so when people began craving more this is malore (laughs) you can call me my lord if you want to (laughs) so when people began craving more frequent gambling they substituted numbers for names and the lottery as we know it was born all out of an italian councilman ship council ship council council just council, that's a noun by itself. Okay. Yeah. Now, J.G. Ballard, English novelist, he said, but a lottery isn't meaningless. Someone has to win. The fact of the episode, you ready? The lottery gave birth to stockbrokers. Mind blown. So follow me on this one. It's kind of a ter- topsy-turvy tale. Queen Elizabeth I of England held the first lottery in England in 1569. It was a great year. It was an awesome year. The lottery was advertised everywhere with posters and sketches. Each person who bought a ticket won a prize with the total prize value equaled that of the total amount of money raised. So basically it was a loan to the government to repair and strengthen the realm and for other public works. The common people at the time couldn't afford to buy a whole ticket. So they were sold shares in futures of the lottery by brokers that were employed by the government to sell the tickets. This was the origin of the stockbroker. Because people got broker. 
Yes. Selling shares in futures in hopes of some sort of windfall, much like we do today. The partial tickets were noted with a designation such as third class. That kind of sounds a little uh, derogatory, doesn't it? Eh, it kind of makes me think of Titanic. Third class ticket. Oof. I'm not yeah. let go, Jack. I just want to let you know that, like, the door was big enough for the both of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was, well. She's, I'd being, rather, she's being selfish. I'd rather have my the love of my life and miss a few toes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Selfish. England also had numerous private lotteries, and at least one even helped to settle the Jamestown colony in Virginia. Now, Lewis L. Hay, American motivational author, and every author is motivational to somebody. Life is a lottery that we've already won, but most people have not cashed in their tickets. Lotteries help pave the way for the colonies, as we said before. Literally, the funds raised from lotteries in the early colonial years helped pave roads as well as helping build public buildings, including churches and universities. The Founding Fathers sanctioned numerous lotteries. They were awarded some weird and some disturbing prizes. You want to hear about what some of them were? Sure. Yeah, of course you you do. What were they? All right. So Ben Franklin gave out pieces of eight, which were Spanish gold and silver coins that were filtered up to the colonies via the Caribbean trade. And George Washington awarded parcels of land, as well as his own home brew. Yes. Yeah. Just like Sam Adams. <laughs> now, at the time of- Boston Lager. <laughs> at the time of colonial America, taxes were very unpopular. Uh, remember the Boston Tea Party? I mean, taxes are still unpopular today. Well, yeah, but nobody's throwing tea in a harbor. Maybe we should. There were quite a few lotteries, though, run uh, that the states, through the states- to raise funds for the Revolutionary War and then afterwards for public works, and it became a popular thought at the time. This led to a popular conspiracy theory that the lottery was a hidden tax by the government because money was paid to the government. They used it for public works. It's just another tax. The lottery, though, has not lost favor in the United States. In fact, the U.S. has the largest lottery prize on the planet. It's over $1.5 billion. It's known as Powerball. Now, the mathematician Roger Jones said, I guess I think of lotteries as a tax on the mathematically challenged. So what's the most amount you've ever won in a lottery payout? I don't think I've ever won, like even a a scratch off, maybe another ticket, but less than, definitely less than $50. I think the largest I've won is about $25 on a single scratch off ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I I hardly ever play. Whitney likes playing them, but I'm not a big fan. I've heard some people actually get a roll of scratch-offs as Christmas presents for people. Yeah, I've heard of doing that too. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing ever is the the fake winning lottery ticket. Yeah. Those are horrible. Because you have someone like, you know, oh, it's going to change my, my whole life forever. And then, yeah. They get really happy and then they get really sad. Yeah. It's really mean. Yeah. But I mean, isn't that life? It's a series of highs and lows, and you just have to negotiate the volatility. That's a really high high, though, and a really <laughs> low low. <laughs> so now for some factoids. 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 Yeah. 85% of winners choose to remain anonymous, probably a wise choice. In a 20-year span from 1994 to 2014, there were approximately 3,700 new millionaires thanks to the lottery. Thank you, lottery. Mm-hmm. Thanks, lottery. You're welcome. What was, what was that? Was that the lottery? You're welcome. Yeah, that was definitely the lottery. The largest jackpot so far in the U.S. 
was $590 million in Florida. Wow. Also, Voltaire once won the lottery. He played it a lot. Wow. Mm -hmm. Lucky guy. Now, Vera Nazarian, Russian-American writer, had said, Luck is not as random as you think. Before that lottery ticket won the jackpot, someone had to buy it. Can't win if you don't play. Can you actually win the lottery? Sure. People win all the time. However, if you play a simple lottery such as picking six numbers from 1 through 49, the chances of winning are 1 in almost 14 million. And that's a fairly simple lottery structure. Yeah. So how about we talk about some things that are more likely to happen than winning the lottery? Just like us, you could go out into space because you're more likely to become an astronaut. Mm. Next off, Ebola. Though only slightly less likely than winning the simple lottery, the odds of contracting Ebola in the United States anyway is 1 in 13.3 million. You're statistically more likely to become a billionaire. If you distribute the billionaires out amongst the U.S. population, you have a 1 in 785,000 chance to become filthy, filthy rich. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and uh, you're more likely to become a president than to win uh, the simple lottery. Make the lottery great again? <laughs> Come on, that was good. The lottery's already great. <laughs> you're more likely to cut something off with a chainsaw, part of your body that is. Uh, you're more likely to die by hot tap water. Hot tap water. Hot tap water. You're more likely to get hurt by a pogo stick so severely you have to go to the ER, Ooh. win a gold medal at the Olympics, or win an Oscar. Give birth to conjoined twins. As far as air travel goes, you're more likely to die in a plane crash. One in 11 million chance for that one. Being audited by the IRS is way more likely. One in 75 chance. Did we keep all those receipts for the business? I mean, the, the jelly beans and the energy drinks? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. I'm sure they're around here somewhere. Awesome. Sadly, you're more likely to be wrongfully accused and convicted of a crime. Uh, authoring a New York Times best-selling book is more plausible than winning the lottery. And just buy a plane ticket to L.A. or New York or even Atlanta, Georgia, because you're more likely to become a movie star. Being left-handed and killed by a right-handed product is more likely to happen to you than winning the lottery. So what's the big deal? Well, the U.S. spends more money on the lottery than on sports, movies, and music all combined. So it is by far the pastime we spend the most money on. Now, the number of states that hold their own official lottery has nearly tripled in the last 30 years. So it is definitely gaining popularity. With this comes extra state funding like the Hope Scholarship in our home state of Georgia. Now, that pays for Georgia residents uh, for their in-state tuition. Other states have utilized this revenue stream for scholarships and other public works. Winning the lottery doesn't automatically make you financially wise or fiscally responsible. Nearly half of the modern winners have been reported to have spent all of their winnings within three to five years, and winning large or small prizes doesn't make a difference. Hundreds of thousands or millions. Either way, nearly half of winners blow so much money they overspend and file for bankruptcy. That is very sad. Mm -hmm. Now, we'll leave you with a funny quote from Frank Carson, an Irish comedian and actor. He said, my wife said to me, if you won the lottery, would you still love me? I said, of course I would. I'd miss you, but I'd still love you. Oof. 
And that's our short. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, we exist within the universe. And the universe exists within ourself. We're all the stuff of stars. So have a stellar day, everyone. And thanks for stopping by our corner of the cosmos. This has been the Mid-Flight Crisis Podcast. You can support important spaceship repairs and maintenance by subscribing to the Mid-Flight Crisis Patreon page. We'd love to hear your suggestions about the show and future topics, and we appreciate your support, ratings, and reviews. This endeavor isn't possible without amazing listeners like you. Thanks for sharing your space and time with us. We'll see you on our next adventure. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Drop us a line at intrepidtransfer at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.